You're listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast, the place for the kick-ass woman who needs a kick in the ass. Your host, Jen Rosenbaum, is giving you the tools to shed shame and live the biggest life possible. So kick off your heels, get comfy, and get ready to be the boss of your life. Today's topic is definitely a hot one. We're going to talk about dating and relationships. Megan Wex is our guest today. She's a certified dating and relationship coach. She's an author and she's a speaker who helps successful, high achieving women find lasting love. She's coached hundreds of women in dating and relationships. And in the last two years alone, she's helped 20 women find and marry the man of their dreams, which is amazing. She's going to give us some advice today on dating, but also marriage and how to work with your husband a little bit better and kind of navigating that masculine and feminine energy. And she's going to tell us essentially how to master our man funnel as she calls it. So definitely take a listen. Okay. Who doesn't want to master their man funnel? I think everybody should master their man funnel, but we have no idea what that means. So let's find out. Megan, welcome to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to hear more about this man funnel. So tell us a little bit about you and what the man funnel is. I'm a dating and relationship coach. Uh, I help women internationally all around the globe to master their man funnels. And what that means, Jen, is just I don't want women to choose the option that comes for them. And I don't want them thinking that, oh, this is what I get. I need to make that work. So many people are coming to me and they have this mindset. It's like they finally attracted a man and they're trying to make that work with that person rather than being empowered to create a set of high quality men who are interested in a relationship with them and then being able to choose. Wow. Okay. So I am an old married lady. So (laughs) this is going to be, I'm going to try to find the questions that I think that women out there that are single would want to hear and have answered. And I guess the first question I have for you, when you say something like that, the first thing that really comes to me is like, that sounds really difficult because I think that in this day and age of dating, it seems to be so, um, detached and separated. Like everybody's swiping right and swiping left, right? It's just like always about like, oh, what's the next better thing? So how do you do that in a day and age where there's like so much technology involved in dating? Well, the man funnel is a mindset that keeps you from getting stuck and it does help with the attachment, okay? Because a woman will rather than continue on like what you're saying, when she finds someone she likes, she starts to put her expectations and hang her hopes on that one situation. Mm. And the whole secret behind the man funnel is that it's not just about a numbers game. It's really about the heart behind the whole thing and being able to connect with those people in your funnel and take things to a deeper level. So what I really do is I help women crack open their own heart, their own nut and come out into their feminine brilliance 
radiance. And that's really what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But the man funnel is a fun tool that, you know, attracts women into wanting women who want more options, who are struggling out there. And it helps bring them into my work. And on the back end, they're getting what they really need, which is their feminine radiance. Mm. So we'll talk about that feminine radiance. Like how do you know as a woman, when you're in that sweet spot, of your feminine radiance. Like how, how do these women know what they are looking for and what makes them feel good in a relationship? That's a great question. And the whole problem is Jen, that a woman does not know when she does not have her feminine radiance. All she knows is that she's not living her highest quality life and that she's struggling. Mm. So how does she, how does she like, what does that look like or feel like when somebody's out? I call it like out of alignment. Like how do you, how do they know? A woman in in dating um, will will just not be able to hold on to the options that she wants. She'll be spinning her wheels. She'll be exhausted. Um, she'll be upset about the fact that things just don't seem to be connecting. And one of the the telltale signs is that perhaps she's holding certain men on a pedestal of sorts, and then there's some men kind of below her, and they're putting her on a pedestal, but she can't seem to find that. It's just not meeting in the middle. Uh, there's no even playing field mm-hmm. for men with the options. And when she is in her brilliance and her feminine radiance, see, this stops happening because the high quality men that she's after are also seeing her radiance, brilliance. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, but this starts with seeing that in, in herself and that's mm-hmm. part of the process. Yeah. And that's a, it's not an easy thing to do all the time. So you help them pretty much discover that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's talk about those guys that are like maybe a little beneath you looking up at you, like you're on the pedestal. It always seems like those are the guys that we go, Oh, those are the marriage material guys, right? Those are the nice guys. And they think I'm awesome. But sometimes like I used to find when I was dating that they were a little boring. Like I would say to them, like, get a backbone, have your own opinion. It's not always about what I want, that kind of thing. So, you know, is there like an in-between between the guys that, you know, is, is there like an, what does an equal relationship in that way look like, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, is there like that balance and is it, do, certain, do women want to be pushed in certain areas and then not in others? You know, what do you find to be like overall speaking, the way women approach that? Women see those men as boring. Okay. Um, or they see it as it's just, it's a, it's an out of alignment match when a man wants to treat a woman that well, but she doesn't treat herself even well enough. She can't match with that. She'll be repulsed Mm. or bored by these men who keep showing up so consistently and want to love you unconditionally because you don't have unconditional love yet for yourself. And it's just not, it's not a match. And it's very, it's, it's hard to describe this to women. And of course we touch on that, but what is given in my work are the ways to crack that open. And there's just various pillars to slowly adopting activities that in the end are going to open that up for a woman and this transformation or energy shifting of the radiance 
can happen very quickly for women and it can also happen slowly over time. Mm. Do you find that you work differently with women, let's say in their twenties, thirties, forties, or like first marriage, second marriage, does it change? Because I think that like, I'm, I'm 43, right? So I look back at my twenties and I go, Oh, well, that was like a whole different person. Like sometimes I want to go back and smack that girl around that she even like dealt with some bullshit from guys, you know, like what was she thinking? So do you find that it changes over time with women? It depends on the person, Jen, and when their level of understanding, because there are women that are of any age that still may be accepting those crumbs or scraps that maybe which you're speaking that you may have done in your 20s. And I did that, you know, into all through my 20s and, and later than that. Um, and then until you just tap into that own, your own value, your own divine light source and you know, bringing in your joy and happiness from the inside. I think we're all in that process. That's part of moving toward uh, a spiritual life and just Mm. living your highest, you know, your highest life and appreciating yourself at that divine level. I think everyone is still on that process and it just matters where you are. So it's not a chronological age. Mm -hmm. And I have women in my course that are of all different ages and just like anyone in any course, you only are able to absorb what you're ready to receive. Mm-hmm. So some women are, it's just going to take them a while. They'll, they'll see in six months after Master Your Man Funnel Bootcamp, for example, that might start to sink in for that woman, whereas other women are finding their one, two little blocks so quickly, and then boom, they're in their forever relationship before the eight weeks are over. Mm. So is this, is this for a woman who's really looking for a relationship or for a woman who is just looking to up-level her dating experience? Like, who would you recommend a program like this for? I prefer that you're ready to find your man this year because if you are coming and you're, you're taking it that seriously and you're ready to open your heart and incorporate the tools, uh, I want that woman. I have women come who are afraid to incorporate the tools they haven't done enough self-development yet to even like these things are feeling um, very alien. And then their resistance is, is making them think like, oh, well, this is silly and I'm not going to try that. Uh, that's not the person that this is going to work for. It's the person who is ready to look at what they are possible, their contribution to the problem mm-hmm. and open their heart to that and then incorporate the tools into their life those who do are feeling the magic. And then what I like to say is a man is falling out of the sky because that's what happens. And it's Mm -hmm. really shocking to me in the beginning, uh, you know, four years ago, five years ago now, when I was just practicing on people, it was shocking to me um, how, how the result could be. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, this really, you know, this really works. How How did you learn this? There was a, there, I I was just not a natural gen at love. I was falling short. You see, I could always attract a man, but I could never take it to a deeper intimate level. Mm. And it was because I learned that I had a hard exterior shell around my heart and I was always striving for perfection and I was trying to be that cool girl. So I could attract men as friends and I have a ton of male friends. Mm -hmm. But like when it came down to, relationships, I couldn't get it to that deeper intimate level. Whereas intimacy is the glue and that shared 
authenticity, shared vulnerability. And that's the glue that keeps that relationship together. And I had to actively learn how to soften all of that through my own mentors. Um, in particular, Rory Ray was the, uh, the coaching school that I went to because she had done so much for me and changed my life that when she had started a coaching school, I was like, you know, I'm in for this mm. wherever it takes me. And then, um, that was that I just never looked back and it's just this extremely rewarding because like I said, well, the three women I practiced on initially, and I was just like, can I just practice this stuff on you? Yeah. Two of them, one of them, no, one of them hadn't had a relationship in one decade and the other two about seven years, like no boyfriend, mm-hmm. no one they could call boyfriend within three months, all three women had a relationship that could be considered serious. Wow. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely doing this. This is like, just, you know, if you help one person in your life to change their life, your life is meaningful. And now I just feel that I can just pass this on and help thousands of women. And it's just a beautiful purpose. Yeah, that's amazing. So um, where do you suggest for people these days that dating, like meeting somebody is a good idea? Because like I said, the whole like internet dating thing is like before my time and it's scary. Like I, I have friends that are single and I'm like, but you do what? And this app does what? And are you kidding me? And like, is that for real? So where do you recommend that people date and find people and, and you know, know if they're connecting? When it comes to your man funnel, I want you to be ready to fill your man funnel at any time. Mm. Uh, I think that we, we behave, it's proven now that we behave differently when we dress a certain way. And I know you're into all that styling as well. And I love that so much. And so I want my women to take a little more time to put into themselves just so they feel good. They feel like that goddess and they have all these tools of how to shine their heart so that a man man is going to see them. The problem is if you don't know how to shine your heart and you're not within your radiance, Mr. Right could pass you by every day. Mm. But when you are in your radiance, it just becomes so much easier. Men come out of the woodwork and every client that I've said that to who've done the tools properly, they come back and say, they really do come out of the woodwork. So it's not necessarily about how, Mm. if you're not within your radiance, your feminine radiance and your brilliance, nothing's going to work for you, whether you have a great dating profile or not. Mm. It's just, there's something magical. Okay. And there's something about it that is magical. So when you get to this point, whatever modality you use, you will find people. Um, If you're cracked open 50%, yes, it's going to be 50% more difficult for you than it would be for someone who is really shining within her Mm. radiance. And I think that being online is important. I want you to, the more visible you are, it's just like we are in our work, Jen, like we have to be out there and visible. So the more visible you are, the more odds that Mr. Um, the chance that Mr. Wright will be able to see you. So it sounds like a little bit of what you're trying to say is sort of interesting when, when a woman's in her radiance, it's almost as if she doesn't need a man, right? Cause she's so she's so secure and she's so knows who she is. And she's so like, she's got her feet grounded and that's really the time when it happens. Well, I think what's with anything in life, when we lose the attachment to attachment, things want to attach to us. Mm. So the goal in order to get there is to find your joy, your, your joy and your own sensuality, realize you can bring yourself 
pleasure in so many ways um, with just yourself. And when you start living in that gratitude and see that pleasure and beauty and love, embody love, you're, you know, it just comes to you. Mm. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you say that these people, it's really not that they're falling from the sky. They're already there. You're just not noticing it or they're not noticing you. And it's that's that big vibration thing. Some, one of my first star students in my first uh, pilot program, she had a, a male friends, but she was never, they were in the friend zone and she just wasn't attracted. But then as she started to embody this love that I'm mentioning, she realized that two of them were actually attractive so <laughs> and funny. started a spark was born. And that's exactly what I'm trying to explain. And I saw that ha- unfold in front of my eyes. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And we see that happen all the time where people are like, Oh, we were friends for like 10 years before we started dating. Or, I mean, my husband and I were in the same position. We were friends for years before anything happened between the two of us. You know, it's, all of a sudden the time's right or something shifts. And then it's like, Oh, okay. This was here all along. How did I not know? So interesting. Yeah. It's amazing. So do you find that when you work with clients in this way, like for me, when I do my boudoir photography and uh, it changes other aspects of their life as well, do you find that that happens with your clients as well? Absolutely. It goes into every, every aspect of their life. Yeah. So like for me, my clients will like start losing weight or they'll get apply for a new job or they'll even break up with a boyfriend who's like, you know what? He doesn't deserve me. (laughs) What I love about what you do is that they are realizing their own beauty and women. It's so much of it. And as you know, Jen, I'm sure you see this over and over again. So much of it is the belief and being able to see yourself as beautiful. Mm. It truly helps. Everyone's like, get your confidence from the inside. You shouldn't need external sources to feel confident. Well, in my work, it doesn't work like that. Yes. We build ourselves up from the inside. We uncover our blocks, but in addition, we are using new tools out in the world that get us noticed more. And then we start thinking, Hey, maybe I'm not so atrocious Mm -hmm. as I thought I was. Um, and we're also doing, you know, photos and those kind of things. And when the woman sees, that they really are beautiful. They start to believe it, internalize it. And I think that that is just so important. It's such a beautiful gift um, with what you're doing with these women. So you mentioned these tools that, that you give the women. Can you give us an example of a tool maybe that you use in your course? Absolutely. So here's a huge one. And since we're talking about being shamelessly feminine, um, I want to leave you with a tool that can help shift you into your feminine energy in one moment. And one of the tools is called the beta fish. And those are those like fighting fish, which we're not going to focus on that part of their persona, but what we are going to focus on are the beautiful colors and how their fins are just sprawling. Right? So Jen, I just want you to close your eyes and imagine that you're a beautiful beta fish and you can pick whichever color that you like. Like mine is purple and it just has these never ending fins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Feminine energy is fluid. Masculine energy is solid, like concrete. So one of the tools that we give women is that they can put themselves in this position where they're this fish. And when they walk down the street or walk into that Starbucks, when you walk into that bar or that date, or you walk up to the hostess stand with your date, I want you to get into your fish, visualize your fins 
floating. You're actually swimming over to that bar. And I want you to put your hands out now and feel the molecules of the water that you're swimming in. And this keeps you really out of your head when you can feel your fins moving through the water and the fluidity of how your body just moves naturally when you become your fish. And so basically I don't want you to walk anymore. I want you to swim. And the more you just swim through life, the more details you notice, the more present you stay, the more fluidity is in your body, the more of a goddess you feel. And uh, this is just one great tool to get you out of your head, out of your masculine energy in your body and into that fluidity. Yeah, I think that's great too, because the feminine energy is so different for every woman. Right? It, so like... It, the, 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 yes, the, the complication of feminine energy is that you need to find your path and there's many tools. Like that tool may not speak to you per se, but there's so many like little steps or tools you can try. And one of them is going to be like, boom, okay, I get it. Now I get it. Because before that, it's really hard to understand what feminine energy is. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I, and I, it's one of the things that I try to help my clients figure out for themselves. And one of the things that I have been working on tremendously, especially, you know, after having a mastectomy, like, okay, does that change my feminine energy? Does it, you know, increase it? Does it decrease it? You know? And I think that, um, as you go through life, and you experience different things like childbirth or marriage or, you know, menopause or whatever it is that you're going through in life as a woman, it changes the energy. And it, it's also really a matter of like being in touch with it and, and taking from it what you need. And I love what you said. And so many people are dealing with, you know, a mastectomy or, or a weight gain or whatever they're telling themselves makes them feel less feminine, but even somebody who is choosing to be a woman who was maybe not born a woman can tap into the magic of this feminine energy and can find her brilliance and her feminine radiance. It is not, it has nothing to do with your physical exterior whatsoever. Mm -hmm. However, it certainly can be a way using that, um, you know, if the fish doesn't speak to you as much, one other way we do it is you slap on a beautiful dress that flows mm -hmm. and you slap on a special gown in your imagination, no matter what you're wearing. And it can, you know, we do behave differently. Mm -hmm. So again, it's not about looking feminine, but sometimes wearing feminine things helps you slip into your feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. And feeding into that and not feeling bad about that. You know, I talk a lot about like there's shame in like women that don't take care of themselves, but there's shame in women that do take care of themselves. Right. So, you know, just being able to kind of live in that space of like, you know, how you want to present yourself to the world because it's hard. We're busy. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I just want to run to the store all the time with my hair up and in my sweatpants. And that's cool sometimes, you know, but other times it's like, Oh, well, you know, I'm going to this work thing. What do I, how do I want to be perceived? You know, how do I want to be seen and who am I and how do I, you know, it's one of the things I love so much about fashion. I mean, I know you're just using the dress as an example, but it's like, it gives people an opportunity to go, okay, this is what she's about. This is who she is. This is, you know, what she's trying to put forth. And that's sort of that first impression, right? It's huge. First impression. This is what we're talking about in my, in my, in my class this evening is that 
if you want to know one of the biggest hacks of dating and even relationships, men are just very visual mm. and it makes a huge difference when you step out with the effort. It's not about the end result and how you look comparatively to other women, but it is that effort that you put into it that he can see, he can smell and, and it's attractive. So we are discussing how, you're perceived within seconds mm. by your, because they don't have other information. And this is just how the human brain works like it or not. So one of the biggest hacks of dating really is your, is your presentation. And the beauty of that is that you can change that very quickly and easily. It's much easier to, to change that than to shift into your feminine energy. But like I said, you need both. You need to mm. go from the inside and the outside. Um, you know, to get, to get that result. So as somebody that works with women that are dating, but you're a married woman yourself, are are any of these tips and tricks that you give things that carry over into marriage? Like if somebody came to you and said, I'm married, but I, you know, I want to reignite things or I, you know, we've lost a little bit of lust in our marriage or whatever. Are any of these things applied to that as well? Of course. I mean, it's all transferable. So again, that attachment, um, there's little teeny things that, are damaging that we don't realize that we're doing every single day. I made a conscious choice just before I walked down here. You know, my husband was supposed to take the dogs out. So they didn't bark during this recording. And he was like, I'm coming down. And I was like, going to say to him one more time, you know, the dogs are waiting. They're confused. They have their leash on. But instead I have to give up that control Mm. of having every little detail, my life controlled, realizing that although I may be able to do many things better. He is still going to do a good job and I just need to let go and trust. So I did not say that extra unnecessary nag. And these are the things that build up. We, that's what I would have said is emasculating. It's distrusting Mm -hmm. and it sends many messages. It's agitating. And the more of these moments that you have with your person, that just erodes the attraction. So there's little details that all encompassing like our, um, behaviors, of control around a man, um, directing them and, uh, blaming them. Any little teeny itsy bitsy thing that could be blamed. They, they interpret as blame. All these things just erode and they take away from those good moments. And what I want you to do is work on undoing that damage and then focusing on dating ourselves. Okay. So your man funnel within a marriage can be yourself. What new interesting thing can you do that week to become a better person or to bring more joy into yourself? What are you lacking from him that you so want and how can you give that to yourself? Mm-hmm. And, and you make a list of the, of the ways you can give to yourself. And you know what? That can shift everything. And he can start to want to be giving you those things. It goes back to that attachment and that need. And of course he wants to feel useful and needed. And we can do that through just mm. through appreciation. See women, we want to be adored and men want to be admired. So once mm. we understand how they perceive love, we can slowly throw in appreciation and admiration bits and pieces as we're taking away the damaging things that I was mentioning before. And we can see if then 
some good feelings start to come back. You brought up something interesting, how men want to be loved. And how so women, I think, are so in tune with that, right? Like we always know like our love language and what we need and things of that nature, but men are not as much in tune with it. Like I think if I went to my husband today and said, so how do you like to be loved? You know, he would probably be like, what are you even talking about? So how do I discover that in a relationship? How do you figure that out? I think that that's trial and error. Mm. So if a man is, is things are really clammy, or like bad energy going on. Um, or if like Josh is all really quiet and I really want to get, you know, pull him out of his manhole, which I can't really do. I've learned that it's not about me and I need to just like (laughs) let him, um, go through whatever he's going through Mm -hmm. in his man, his, uh, it's a figurative male cave. Right. Um, but another way to kind of do it is when you feel him opening up a little bit, you just bring up something that you know that he wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. So maybe with me, it would be like, you know, although I hear about my husband's work projects all the time, um, I know he wants to talk about it and I'll say, how about that? Or he's rebuilding his car and I'll be like, any new parts that you can show me or how's that going? You know, and he can't, he won't be able to help it. That will open him up because it's just mm-hmm. something he wants to talk about. Not being like, well, you just have to make sure it's not something that you just want to talk about. And that's mm-hmm. a good way to like get that ball rolling. So I think it's, to answer your question, it's trial and error. <laughs> if you start by, by trialing and erroring gratitude and stuff that he's done, little teeny things that he might he might not be doing jack shit. So like if you've got to really look out for the one thing he does, like, Oh honey, I feel, oh, I feel really relieved that you took the garbage out today. Cause I just didn't, I, you know, I was busy doing this. Thank you. Little thing. So I just, my husband, then he took the dogs and instead of nagging him, I sent him a text and I said, I appreciate you with some doggy footsteps or whatever. And then I got like the most beautiful compliment back. Mm, yeah. It's re- and it's really about, cause I think that when people listen to this at first, they might say, Oh, you know, this is supposed to be a powerful podcast and this is about, you know, women needing a man, but it's, or, you know, uh, how, how do I put it? Like, you know, tr- treating a man like a child almost, or, but, but the truth of the matter is the things that you're talking about are really about coming into your own and really being powerful in your own self and being able to show appreciation and gratitude and love for the little things in life and knowing that you don't need a man to survive, but that you know, relationships can be a beautiful thing and a give and take for people and, and creating families and, and, you know, intimacy. And we all need that to an extent. If you know how to water your man, he's an endless supply of, of, um, coming back. It all comes back to you. These little things that feel like, Oh, why should I have to change? Why should I have to treat him like that? Well, guess what? A man is, is equal, but different. And the more you can recognize, accept, that and then start behaving as such once you learn those differences, the more it would just comes back to you tenfold. And it's like incredible. And they just want to serve and please, excuse me, make you smile. And that's why I've adopted these things because before when I didn't have these tools, it was metal on metal, my masculine energy on theirs. I was competing. I was trying to prove my worth, um, prove, show my value in dating in so many ways that just was not working. And so when I learned these things, um, it became magical. I was able to build a man funnel of which I was able to choose. In fact, a higher quality men, men were showing up for me than I was expecting. And when my husband showed up for me, it was beyond my criteria. And that's what the man funnel does when you really get it. It Mm. 
you see your own value and then everyone else sees your own value. And then you just raise the bar, everything raises. And then, um, boom, there he was. And now that I know how to relate to a masculine man, see, I committed to my feminine energy stance, Jen. So I was able to attract highly masculine man. But what that means is I need to understand how to thrive with that. And Mm. that's something I knew how to do before. Yeah. So uh, I have one more question for you and I don't know if you've had experience in this area, but does this um, process in your experience or in your theory uh, apply to same sex couples as well? In, in a relationship, every man and woman in a relationship has masculine and feminine energy. It's just like a very masculine energy man is going to be attracted to or have better polarity with a woman who knows how to thrive in her feminine energy. Now I wouldn't be doing this work, Jen, if I wasn't a highly masculine energy woman. Okay. I I really am. And I'm in it right now. Right. But I know how to make that shift. And my definition of that fully actualized woman is a woman who knows who can, here I go slipping into my fish. Ah, okay. Now I'm swimming. Can you, you can feel the energetic difference. I can feel it now in my body that I did that. Yeah. And I have these skills to be able to do that. So when he's around, I can choose. And when I'm in my masculine, which sometimes I just am really busy and there's no, I don't want to consciously shift and I can feel the metal on metal in the air. Yeah. You know, noticeably feel that. So, um, so same sex couples, they know, they may know how to a, a relationship with a lot of polarity that's going to work is where one knows when somebody is masculine energy over one thing, they can shift. And some people just do this naturally. Mm. Um, highly, I guess, emotionally intelligent people can like really get around this without knowing the definitions of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course it works within same sex couples. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm sure that there is going to be a lot of people out there that is that are listening and that want to master their man funnel. So where can they find you? My website is themanfunnel.com and you can sign on there and you know, you'll subscribe and you'll get my free gift, the four triggers that cause heartache in relationships, dating and relationships. So when I mentioned this damage, a lot of those, those are four big ones right in the free gift that if you stop doing right now, you'll have better luck in your relationships immediately. So you can find me there, Megan Wex on Facebook or my Facebook group, which you'll get daily inspiration on growing into that sovereign jewel, that goddess that you are meant to become. Uh, the sovereign jewel, be adored is my Facebook group. Love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and for giving the advice to all the women out there listening. Uh, I hope everybody is able to do this and find a perfect match for them because it's a really beautiful thing when it happens. Thank you so much. Thank you listeners. It was so, it was so wonderful to be here. the shamelessly feminine podcast if you loved what you heard be sure to leave a rating and review on itunes so that more women can learn to live a badass life to learn more about this movement go to shamelesslyfeminine.com and join our shamelessly feminine facebook group until next time go out there and be the boss of your life